Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hello there and welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia, and I am in my brand new home. Yes, my home, home that I own. How exciting is that? I know that it's been on my Instagram. I know that I took a week off because I was at my bachelorette. Um, I know that the sound is very different. Currently, I am going to work on snuffing some of this excess wall sound out. I have a carpet in here, so I would have thought it would have been a lot... um, warmer to be honest my sound but it's a little echoey and then we're just gonna deal with that and that's where we're at right now with the new space and trying to just wrap my head around the fact that I'm back on the mic and I can just have a moment to check in with y'all and check in with what's going on as I said on my Instagram today I wanted to focus on telling you why we chose a location for my bachelorette because the next week you're going to get to hear from all of my bridal party there were three imperative questions that I got of an array of questions that I thought felt really good we were going to make it four but we we cut it down to three And one was um, first impression of me when they first knew that Doug was the one for me and best Stasi story. So you have to hear that because it like it lets you know how I have a connection with each of those people and like one silly, goofy, embarrassing story because like I can't go a day without having an embarrassing moment. And apparently every one of them, every one of them had a pee story about me. So that was kind of really funny to hear that too. So that cracked me up quite a bit. But Anyway, we were talking about why we chose to go to Upperville. Upperville is where our Airbnb was. It was actually on Verbo. If you don't use Airbnb, I highly, highly recommend checking out Verbo. That's B-R-B-O dot com. This is not a plug for them. They do not sponsor the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so we found um, this beautiful like Ralph Lauren type vibe home my maid of honor and I did because what happened was is she's on tour with pretty women and we needed to know when she was going to be on the east coast and we needed it to be like a couple months before the wedding I obviously knew that I wanted to go wine tasting of some sort if it was going to be in April it was going to have to be south so she was in Baltimore And that way we knew that she was close to D.C. proper. And then from D.C., it was about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour drive from around D.C., depending on where you were coming from. And the house that we chose specifically, we were looking for something with like a really warm, cozy vibe that either had a hot tub or had um, fire pits of sorts so we could at least enjoy the grounds. Now, the place that we stayed It's called the Millhouse Manor. And the thing that was so neat about it is each room was just so unique. Sometimes when you go to Airbnbs or um, Verbos, correct me if I'm wrong, but like sometimes you go to them and you see people's family photos in the house and it's like feels very, very strange and very awkward because you're like, 
why am I walking around this whole home looking at these people's pictures? Like I'm clearly staying in someone's house. So this one, um, there was one that we stayed at. Doug and I stayed with his whole family for his brother's wedding. And it was called Dave's Fun House. And like literally you're looking at pictures of the whole entire family like standing together. In this array of family photos. And you're like, I am clearly in someone else's house. So the Upperville Manor, this Millhouse Manor house that we were in, it had this like Ralph Lauren vibe as I was saying. And there was like pictures of like polo and they had these like polo hats and polo sticks. I don't even know what those are called, but the, the mallets, the mallets that you play polo with. And, um, it was like very like woodsy country vibe, but also had this like upscale level to it. And the whole place was just absolutely stunning, um, refurnished, but like an old country style home. And then they even had like crumbling, beautiful, um, castle like features like outside which just was very very pretty and I think we really enjoyed the fact that we were in this cute little home and the first night was our gathering get together evening and we were playing like getting to know you games and Jessica couldn't come until about 1 a.m because she had to do the show that night so we ordered from this place in actual Middleburg which is right next to Upperville that's where we did a majority of our activities and they delivered it it was called um the market at Blue Water Kitchen. And they had this amazing like family style order dinner that was just so good. Um, We had like short rib and we had salmon and we had a veggie, um, this delicious veggie uh, pasta dish. And we had all these rainbow carrots and mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes. I mean, it was a very family style and it felt really fun because we could pass food around, we could share food, we could talk and um, we kind of like went over everything. And then we really got to know each other with this game that um, my man of honor, David Michael Bevis had gotten and there were just like all these different levels. So it was able to like kind of have icebreakers and open up with like storytelling and stuff. So that was our first day and then Jess came in really late. You know, we we enjoyed the property and took a lot of video footage, which you'll see me post eventually. So that was just like an absolute treat for the first night. And we all arrived somewhere around like one o'clock. But I got lost on the way and Mandy and I went like two separate ways and it took me to like the wrong town. So I was only 11 minutes away, but it took me to the wrong town. And Mandy got there first and she was like on speakerphone with the other car talking to our home, like our hometown girlfriend. And Chelsea was like imitating her when she met her and she was like, I don't know, like I'm not inside. I don't know how to get inside. Like it says it's under the freaking trestle. What's a fucking trestle? And it was this whole like big joke. And I felt like immediately my my groups of friends had merged together so it was like so amazing for me to watch that happen and this was only the first night of them like really meeting and getting to know one another okay and then the second day was so much fun because the second day Jess was there and we woke up in the morning and my dad made us these amazing zucchini pies. Now, if you've never had a zucchini pie, it is not a quiche. It is not to be mistaken with a quiche. You can look them up. They still have Bisquick in them, but they don't have a crust. So he gave us that and then we had these amazing pieces of already pre-cooked bacon and it was just so delicious. And we popped some champagne and had some Prosecco and got ready for our second day. We kind of took our time getting ready and um, took showers. Now because we were in an older house, you kind of have to space out the showers a little more so then everyone still gets a hot shower. And then we went to the Boxwood Winery Cave Experience. So this was about, I think it was $60 a person and we actually... I would say I was a little disappointed in the actual tour of the experience, but the cool thing was is we went in, we got to taste 
I think it was five or six different wines and then they gave you um, a board. So you had some things to try it with and you got to sit in the room where they were actually um, distilling the wine in the oak barrels. So they started off in steel casks and then they moved them over to uh, French oak casks and um, in, in barrels. So you were sitting in this stunning room. It was just great for photos. The boxwood wine was really tasty. Um, and I just thought that that was such a great place to go. We found about, there's so many wineries in Upperville and in Middleburg. Middleburg's like the best area, I think, out of all of them. But we tried to narrow them down to like a specific location because you can really not ram in a million wineries. So we thought it'd be really nice to go to like one full experience day and then three on the Monday. The cool thing about wine country is they do Their closing days are usually Tuesdays or Wednesdays because they know people either come like Thursday to Sunday or they come Saturday to Wednesday or whatever. So they they are open on Sundays and Mondays, which around here in Lancaster, I'm so used to everything being closed on a Sunday or Monday or definitely on a Monday. So that's kind of nice that we were able to have a wine tasting day on a non-busy day of the week and a non-busy time of the year. So it felt very exclusive. I think that was a really interesting aspect of doing wine tasting in mid-April. I'm sure it's still the same anything pre late May. So if you can go during that time, save a little bit of like outdoor and indoor experience, I would highly, highly recommend going then. Now, Boxwood specifically is actually closed on a Monday, which is why we did the wine tasting. But if you go onto their website, which is boxwoodwinery.com, you can see the beautiful wine tasting room that we were in. And it's just, again, it's so stunning. They put some tables out. It's just really cool. And the whole vibe is extremely modern. Um, They have a membership and everything too. We purchased uh, the Sauvignon Blanc, the Rosé that they didn't have on the tasting menu that they did give us a tasting of at the end, which was really, really sweet of them. And then we also bought a bottle of the, um, I want to say it was the Cop Franc, which was really, really nice. And the vineyard's just so beautiful. I mean, pulling into any of these places is just absolutely, absolutely stunning because it's more rolling hills. So you have a lot more levels to like play with and to look at. Um, the proprietor is John Kent Cook, um, and that is who has the actual winery itself. So we went there. We thought that that was really, really fun and exciting. Um, He's the former owner and president of the NFL Washington Redskins. So he definitely had some money to put this into this winery. And he's a huge admirer of French wines. And he loves Bordeaux. So a lot of them were Bordeaux um, blends of three or four that we could have. So some of them were just absolutely, absolutely delicious. And um, we had a lovely lady take care of us. And um, I think her name was Amy, I want to say, but it was really great. I would definitely highly recommend checking them out and spending the $60 to have like the full experience and be able to sit in the room. Uh, It's definitely a different vibe if you want to do like a three or a five flight out in the tasting room area. That's also uh, very, very fun and really cute and wonderful lighting for lovely, lovely photos and pictures. So after our lovely wine tasting day, we went home, we relaxed a little bit and we went out to dinner. And I'm telling you, highly, highly, highly recommend um, going out to dinner at Field and Main. Field and Main is just, I mean, it was breathtaking. They have these cute little cabanas that you can go to outside. The inside is just really cute too, but they have um, 
all of these hearth-inspired, locally-sourced, global-inspired cuisine, and they're available for lunch and dinner Thursday through Sunday. So they have indoor dining and then the private cabanas, which we rented a private cabana for all eight of us to sit in, which was just really pretty. It's on this back patio. They have, like, little heating in there. The lighting's cute. The tables aren't anything, like, to die for, but I just think it's really fun to be able to have that if you want to go out to a dinner or anything like that. This is in Marshall, Virginia, so it was about a 20 minute drive from our location but they do do really wonderful stuff with group dining let me tell you some of the things on the menu that I absolutely recommend and even before I tell you what they had on the menu they made specific menus just my maid of honor called ahead and made sure that they put my name congratulations Anastasia on the cover of our our paper menu which was just the sweetest thing in the whole world and I just thought it was so um it was just so tasteful and it was really nice that they could put that together for us so we had tried, um, so we had the Fire Branch broccolini. Oh my God, that was so good. Uh, we all got the Smash Burger and we cut it up into fours so you could all try it. That had um, ground beef and this bacon jam and onions. And I mean, it was just so good after a day of drinking wine and everything like that. It just felt so tasty to have that. The Hearth Breadboard um, is really nice. It has, it, it's a piece of bread, but the bread was a little crusty for me. It was my favorite thing that we got. But it was nice to have that. And then we had um, the cauliflower shawarma, which I highly, highly recommend. Uh, we didn't get the grilled purple beets, but I thought that that looked really good too. And then I had the swordfish. And I love swordfish. I think it's really hard to cook at home. And it was paired with farro, oyster mushrooms, and charred cabbage with a hollandaise sauce that I asked to just put it on the side just in case. A couple of the girls got the duck confit leg which looked really good some people got the um the heritage pork crepinette which was just mm, I'm sorry this is not a food podcast but some other people got the bison strip steak too and um I think someone else got the hanger steak so that was amazing then we had this cornbread pudding on the side and crispy potatoes which were so freaking good and then I think we got we got so many different um desserts too like the vegan coconut custard, um, the chocolate chip cookie. That was really good too. So the whole experience was just nice. And you're, you rent out the cabanas. I think you can do it from 5 to 7.30 or it's 7.30 to 10. So you get to have them for quite a bit of time. And they didn't rush us out because the other party was running behind and it was nice. So we were there for a really long time and it was beautiful to go early. I think I always am a late diner, but I would recommend in a place like this because you're out and you're drinking during the day. Sometimes for me, if we're out and then you have to go home, get ready and then revamp yourself up to like go back out to dinner. That's one experience. But this way we got to drive there around 430, get there, be in the cabana, take a picture before sunset, have nice lighting for photos and enjoying the cabana itself. And then we drove home still in the light on the windy roads. And I think I personally preferred that after, you know, just not knowing exactly where you are. So this, this was the one time where I was like, I'm down to have an earlier dinner. But again, even if you're not going for a bachelorette, like this is definitely a place that you absolutely need to go to. So let's talk about day three. So day three was the Monday. We started at Aspendale Winery. 
Now, Aspendale Winery is the cutest little cottage you have ever freaking seen. Um, you're on a farm. There's this cute little like backdrop. Uh, you'll see photos that I'll start to post on my Instagram of them. But when you walk out the back, like you just feel like you're on this like cute little farm and you've kind of plopped yourself into this whole other place. I'm like, where am I? A uh, great area to take pictures that aren't just like the vineyard and this like very upscale event venue space. So that's that was very different for us. It felt more mom and pop like, more cottage like. Um, they are, a, I wouldn't say it was my favorite place for the wines. Now I'll tell you this, I, I'm a red wine drinker. I love red wine. It was a little colder when we got there. There's this cute little fireplace and I was, even though it was 11 a.m., I was in the vibe to get red. Um my girlfriend and I, Tina, we both had the red flight and we were very unsatisfied. Um, it just wasn't, it was very heavy in the tannins, very acidic, um, very earthy mushroom kind of type flavoring. And that's just not my personal cup of tea. Um, I think it has a time and a place, but they do pair it with very little tiny portions of like salami or chocolate or whatever. So you can have, um, or brie, like, so you have this little bit of an experience. They have a sweet flight too. Again, that's not my normal cup of tea. So I knew I didn't want that. That had a blend of whites and rosés. And then they had a white flight, which also had a couple rosés on. If you go to Aspendale Winery and you do go there first, I do recommend go because the pictures are stunning. The space is beautiful, but I would recommend getting the white flight. Um, after I got to taste everything, that's the one that I would recommend. And they do let you bring in food too. So we had got um, some quiches catered in for us, which was really nice of Jess to like think ahead of for that. So then that way we had some for the day. Secondly, we went to a place called Blue Valley Winery. Now, Blue Valley Winery is also an event venue space. They do a lot, a lot, a lot of weddings. So if you're looking to do a wine vineyard wedding experience in Virginia, I would highly recommend looking at them. Um, it sits on the top of this hill. So you like stroll up this absolutely stunning hillside to go up to the location. Think, um, very wide open spacing, lots of French doors, floor to ceiling, windows, anything like that. So you get a lot of space. There's two different decks to go out on. So there's plenty of ways that you can utilize this space for a wedding. Obviously, I wasn't looking for a wedding. Um, the wines itself were so delicious um, and they were very well um presented to us. So I think it was the best presentation we had as far as um, what the wine was and what we should be looking for and what should we should be smelling and tasting and all these different things. I do also feel like the space was um, just, again, gorgeous for for photos and for being outside and, and soaking up that those hills and just taking all of of the experience in and then we ended up buying a I think we bought a bottle of the Prosecco to split so that was also really good I highly recommend going there and these the the wineries I'm telling you today were all within like five to seven minutes from each other and our final place we went to, because we were in Delaplane at the time, again, Middleburg, Delaplane, Upperville, they're all right there, kind of um, very small and tight together. But it was called Delaplane Winery. We were probably, I would say, like a little, I wouldn't say too boozy, but you get to that like tired point in the in the afternoon if you've been drinking wine. 
all day, but we got there around three o'clock and they put us in this specific uh, room that we, we were at this beautiful table. And then we had our own private balcony to walk out on again on this beautiful like up top area. Um, they had a flight. I think some of, them, of us just did a glass of red um, or a glass of white just because it was our last stop. But it was just so stunning to go up um, and just kind of had this lounge vibe it and then the owners there's a couple different owners own this um house that's also there as well that they come and stay at you know whenever they so please so I think that that's it's it's kind of this really cool family oriented um company grown working together and everything was very upscale there I think the wines were like super delicious they were some of my favorites that we had so those were the four wineries that we went to and then we were going to rent out right next to the um, Blue Water Kitchen is a place called Hunterhead's Tavern. And again, these are both in, I think they're like right on the line of like Middleburg and Upperville. But they were five minutes from Millhouse Manor. And the coolest thing about that was is we were going to do it as takeout. And then last minute we decided to dine in. I would recommend that you should do it as takeout. We were just so tired from the day and the whole week that I think that we should have just stuck with the takeout. Um, they do have a build your own burger that was absolutely amazing after a day of wine tasting, I think was really nice. And um, they have shepherd's pie there. They had some great salad choices, but the price point wasn't too expensive. And then an area we did discover a little bit was the cute little downtown area of Middleburg itself. Now, they have places to dine there. They have cute places to eat. They have um, cute little shops and everything. And it's very tiny and condensed. So you can just park your car. I would highly recommend going there, spending like an hour and a half um, to go there. If you need to pop into a grocery store to get some waters or some things for your Airbnb or your Verbo, whatever, you can also stop there to do that, which I think is really nice if you didn't prepack um, food like we did. And I and anytime you go to these trips, like don't waste your money, like in advance if you can, bring a cooler, bring stuff, like make yourself some meals. My dad made us an amazing chicken salad and like gave us all these cheeses so we could have a whole cheese board and stuff at night. So the last night we really wanted to make sure that we had this like final bonding experience because the night before we had had um, the whole recording episode, which you'll get to hear next week. You, it's going to be so fun. I mean, there's so much noise happening, but the quality is actually pretty, pretty solid. So I was really happy about it because during the time that we were recording it I was like this is gonna sound so bad but everybody's stories were so funny it was really nice for for you guys to have some insight of some of these like people that mean so much to me that I've mentioned so often on the podcast and um so we the last night decided to do our little bonfire outside which our host had so beautifully already put the sticks and everything out and set everything up for us so anytime we set like lit the fires or made fires inside or did anything like that we did it um, because it was all pre-set up for us which was really really lovely that they did that for us and we had this beautiful like toast marshmallows like hang out make s'mores kind of vibe as we watched the sunset on the very last day and I would say we got to bed at like a decent hour because we were like rallying the night before. I mean, we were playing hide and go seek in the dark, um, sh sardines, which is when like someone hides and then everybody else finds them and you slowly like hide in the same spot with them until there's no one left. <laughs> and that was like scary and fun all at the same time. Um, definitely recommend doing it with flashlights. We had an argument about that, but we want to make sure that we don't break anything when you're staying in these um, houses of other people's. But we did that. We were dancing. I mean, we were rallying. I, I said only bring wine and of course tequila and uh, bourbon and vodka were all brought on the trip too. So we, we all just had a really good time. And I think 
you think bachelorette and it's like all these like penis cups and and strippers and this and that and like I'm 33 and I love wine and I wanted to do something a lot more relaxed and don't don't worry we still rallied but at the same point um, I would highly recommend doing this as a trip again I can't say it enough even so much so that Doug and I have been talking so much about doing a mini moon that I would even think about possibly seeing if there's anything for us to do there in the fall or something like that just kind of as like a mini moon prior to where we actually want to go which is Greece we just you know our house is our honeymoon right now we're slowly taking strides to do that I can't believe that I'm in a house right now like that I own it's crazy I mean the bank owns it we're paying the bank but like we own it right it's our home so it's been a very whirlwind adventure the past two weeks and um, dance competitions to come and less than I'm under uh, under 45 days for my wedding. So there's so many final final things that we need to do with details with that. But I've got my final dress fitting tomorrow on Wednesday. I can't ex- I can't wait for that. But if you have any um any questions about the trip itself, uh, please comment on my recent posts as I start to post them and unfold them. But I'd be happy to tell anyone about taking a trip to Middleburg, Virginia for a little getaway because it is very, very worth it and you will be extremely satisfied. Tune in next week for my friends to come on so you can hear my whole bridal party. And again, those fun little interviews I have with each of them in the house. It's just a very fun, exciting episode. And I hope you're all taking care of yourself my biggest self-care tip that I'm doing right now is I'm trying to like do one thing at a time and really really focus on doing that because right now our entire house is just so much chaos there's no rhyme or reason to half the bags we packed some of them there is it's like oh I see it it was this blank drawer but we didn't have time to pack so I'm trying to do like one thing at a time trying to find our sanctuaries making the room first like getting your bed you know up on back on it's um you know, mattress flat, like getting it off the floor, elevated again and putting it on a bed stand and trying to get your bathroom in order and and the kitchen in order as much as possible because those are the places that you really um, gravitate towards and live in the most. Even though you do, you know, hang out in the living room and we do do that too, it's it's nice to have those spaces of sanctuary. So those are the biggest things to um, focus on. And, and ch- when I'm home, it's really hard for me not to get distracted and just want to start focusing on unpacking stuff because I'm supposed to work too. So paying attention to just like being in the space where I'm at and being super present. That's my biggest self-care tip that I'm working on this week. If anyone else is working on staying present in the moment and really trying to drown out everything else around them and focus on the task at hand, please shoot me a DM and give me any tips that you may have. And I will see you all next week. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for letting me have the week off for the bachelorette and i will see you next time thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care if you haven't done so already subscribe to this channel on apple podcast or spotify or whatever platform you're listening on if you are on apple podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review it truly helps me grow the show organically i love hearing from you In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia, 
or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.